Welcome to the Idea Climbing Podcast. In this episode, the big idea is becoming a best-selling author. My guest, Justin Breen, shares his journey. Justin is the founder and CEO of the global PR firm Brepic, an exclusive connectivity platform, Brepic Network. His newest book, Epic Life, features a foreword from Dr. Peter Diamandis and has sold more than 10,000 copies in its first 10 days since launch. It has been the number one overall book for sales on Amazon Kindle. We discuss the importance of building a support network before your book launch, the four stages of successful entrepreneurial relationships, the power of gratitude, and more golden nuggets of advice. I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you for being here, Justin. I appreciate you making the time. Yeah, you know, it's um, it's always interesting talking about books because um, all they are, they're just the key that opens up endless doors and it's and it, it'll just never stop opening doors. It's just a really it's a really fun process to do it now for the second time. Which one did you like? Which one did you like better the first time around or the second time around with be more seasoned? So I, that's a good question. Um, I've been an entrepreneur for a little over five years and wrote the first book. It came out in 2020. That's Epic Business. And then Chris Voss did the forward. He wrote Never Split the Difference. Very grateful for that. And the newest one, Epic Life, uh, Dr. Peter Diamandis, one of the top entrepreneurs in the world. He wrote the forward. Very grateful for that. And then this one has hit Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestseller and then number one overall on on Amazon Kindle. I'm very grateful for that. Um, but in terms of like writing it, the actual process of writing it, the first mm. one, it took like, I think it took 33 days to write the book. That was easy. And then this one, oh no, it was, yeah, it was like 33, 34 days. And then this one, 16 days. So actually writing a book just with a background as professional journalist, it's not, it's not hard to do that. Um, and both publishers have been have been great. First publisher was Rebecca Greider. She, her, she and her team did a great job. And uh, this publisher, uh, this time is Scribe Media. Um, and Scribe has done a terrific job as well. When someone sits and looks at that daunting blank, blank Word document, what are some... You're sh- you can't see it, but he's shaking his head. No, what? Where did you start? There's no daunting word. <laughs> I just I was a journalist <laughs> for 20 years. It's easy. Yeah. So so like things that a trained monkey or a child can do uh, are very hard for me. Like I don't know how to hold a, hold a pencil right, or I can barely tie my shoes. My kid, my sons are eight and nine. They they've learned not to ask them to put their bike helmet on because for for me to do that because I'm it's very hard for me, but writing a book's not hard. Like, so there was nothing daunting. So, um, so like for that, that's not hard. And then, you know, with PR firm, that's what my firm does for other people, not necessarily write books, but write stories. So a book is just 30, 31 stories. That's not hard. So, and then what separates entrepreneurs from humans, consultants, business owners is daunting tasks are fun. There's no staring there. You just execute, you just do it. So so how did you do it? I mean, did you, did you have chunks of time, a chapter? What, what, what's the cadence look like? Yeah, so I'm in a, a Strength Finders, Gallup Clifton Strength Finders. Um, um, 
there's 34 of them. Uh, top three are activate, maximize, achieve. So there's no overthinking. There's no staring. <laughs> execute, 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 execute. Ex and um, so my goal was to get it done in 30 days to beat the last uh, book. Uh, and I got it done in 16 because I'm like, oh, this is even easier this time. Um, it's even easier. So I, you know, I pumped out a chapter or two a day, took like, you know, 15, 20 minutes to write each chapter. Um, um, and then after that, Scribe Media, you know, they did the editing, they did the, the packaging of the book and got it on Amazon and, you know, the cover. I, I don't, and they, we hired a professional actor who does, you know, voiceovers for some of the top TV shows in the country. He did, he did the Audible. That's not, <clears throat> that's not out yet. Um, um, I, I mean, if I tried to do that, I'd be, that'd be a horrible experience. So, but writing, it's not hard. That's easy. Well, you mentioned the marketing and the PR, and we in our last conversation, we touched on this a little bit about build relationships ahead of time. Build them before you need them. Don't say, I published my book last week, you <laughs> write about me. Talk more to that about the building relationships, get involved with groups and doing things before you desperately need help. So you never desperately need help. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's no, it's funny because people are like, uh, just as background, so I was a journalist for 20 years, created an entire first company based on how PR firms annoyed me for 20 years. I don't know what PR firms do other than annoy journalists. I don't even know what marketing means. Like I've no, I don't understand that term. It, it, it was always like a weird, so like as a journalist, you just write cool stories, uh, you know, about cool people changing the world and then share that. I mean, there's no difference between that and then having PR firm. You just write about cool people changing the world and then you connect them to well, how do you build the relationships? I mean, so there's a, so my brain turns everything into patterns. It turns everything to patterns. Um, so what's the relationship building pattern? Yeah. So that's what, it's a four-step process that I've seen. So, and as background, my firms may be partnered with 0.1% of the population. Um, so most people think that's uh, a small number, but 0.1% of 8 billion people is 8 million. So the 8 million are the ones that actually do something and then help everyone else. So, um, so and that's a visionary's abundance investment. So here are the four steps that I see. Here, here are the four steps. Um, and uh, the first three steps are how. It has nothing to do with, it has nothing to do with who. Um, and the only who's that get it are the ones that get it. So here are the first, here are the first three steps that the overwhelming majority of the world stays in and never even understands the fourth one. So the first one is get to get. So first company reached out to 5,000 people to get first five clients. Everyone starts there. As far as I know, that's totally fine. That's the desperation mode you're trying to talk about here. Uh, you don't, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So I started that five years ago. Fine. Okay. Uh, then there's give to get. So you're giving a little, but mostly to get. Um, then there's, then there's, um, I said give to get, it was get to give. So you're mostly getting, you're giving a little, then there's give to get. So you're mostly giving, but you're still trying to get a little, um, 99.9% .9 of the world stays in those first three. Those are not true visionary entrepreneurs. Then, then you get to the last stage, which I'm very grateful I'm at, and then the people I talk to are at. It's give to give, but only to the people who get it. Um, so constantly giving, not expecting anything in return, but only to the people who get it. Because if you give to give to someone who doesn't get it, they're not going to do anything with it. And if you, uh, if you introduce someone who does get it to someone who doesn't get it, that's going to annoy someone who does get it. Um, so 
Um, you just create value for top people in the world and then they create value for you, regardless of their income. Mindset is nothing to do with income. It's like, do you either get it or you don't get it? So I just hang out with people who get it. And then when it came time to publish the book, they helped you, correct? Right. So that's like a landing the plane. To, why, right. Because they get it. Like that's, of course, why wouldn't they? So it's been, it's a fascinating thing. It's a fascinating thing. Um, again, I'll, all this stuff, you know, being on all these lists, it's fine. I'm very grateful for that. Um, and then all my entrepreneur friends around the world are like super excited and, you know, we're taking photos together. And I certainly didn't write this book to like uh, get, you know, congratulations from people in, uh, we live in the Chicago suburbs. So like, you know, to get, uh, you know, Hey, great job on your book from people in the neighborhood. Um, so since the book come out, you know, number one on Amazon Kindle, <laughs> pretty big. Deal. So in my, in my neighborhood school, two people have said congratulations too. And what that is, is because people, they don't, it's a different world. So you're either in the entrepreneur visionary world and, or you're not. And so it's just a different way of thinking, which is fine, by the way. I just hang out, uh, you know, in the regular human world with, you know, my wife and two children and then, you know, the entrepreneur world, which is where I spend most of my time. If someone wants to break into the entrepreneur world, what would you say? Well, so people are either born like this or they're not. Um, a true entrepreneur would just do it. Um, and a true entrepreneur is usually alien within their own family, community, and vertical. The only people that understand them are uh, top entrepreneurs on the planet. So I didn't even know this world existed until starting first company. And then uh, um, going through that give to give, get to get, get to give, get, you know, all that. I realized, oh, the only people that understand what I'm talking about are top entrepreneurs on the planet. Um, first couple of years of, of first company, I was having these conversations and I get the same question asked five different times because the person had no idea what I was talking about because they didn't get it. And so then started joining very high level entrepreneurial groups. And I'm like, oh, finally, someone who understands what I'm talking about. And they just happen to be top entrepreneurs on planet. Um, and that's exciting because when you just keep learning and you keep talking to people, then you finally find the people that understand what you're talking about. So most people just give up. They don't, they don't actually try to do that. So, so if someone's not at the level you're at, if I'm reading the room right, they should get involved at a group at their level to eventually get to the next level. But you have to be involved in it. It sounds like you're saying to do it, you have to be involved in a community. Well, I mean, how you can you can't do this by, it's impossible to do this by yourself. So like, again, my brain turns everything into patterns. So first group I was in was like, I don't know, $250 a year. I'm still in that group because it's loyal, but um, no one understood what I was talking about. Then it was a $500 a year. Then there was a thousand and there was a 2000 and there was a 5,000 and there was a 10,000 a year. Now the two I'm in are 25,000 a year. Didn't start at that, but and everything's an investment. There's no cost. So most people live in cost scarcity transactional world. Those are the people that don't get it. They just, they don't write the check. They try to freebie their way to something. That's not, that's not how it, that's not how this works. You, you play the game with the people that get it. And most people don't have the courage. They don't have the understanding or ability to do that. So, cause they don't get it. And that's fine, by the way, if everyone, if everyone was like me, it'd be, this world would be complete chaos. So, um, 
um, you know, there need to be, there needs to be people that, you know, have, you know, regular type human lives. I mean, that's, that's, that's how the world is. So, um, but, you know, growing up in that world and not understanding who you actually were for most of my life, that, that was confusing, but now, now I actually understand who I am and where I belong. And because of the groups. hundred percent. Absolutely. So what, what advice would you have for climbing through the groups and moving from the first three to the fourth one? Is it opening your eyes to new experiences? Is it shifting the way you think? What is that? It's mm. a good question. So if you have the right mindset, it attracts the right network and creates the right opportunities. So um, I, I'm strongly convinced you're either born someone like this or you're not. I think most people would choose to do whatever they wanted to do spend time with their loved ones, make as much money as they want to, but they, they're not, they don't have the courage or the, the ability to do that. Um, cause most of the world isn't doing that. What could they work on to get closer to it? So if they are born like this, um, if they're not born like this, then it, it's not, but if they are, then you work on your mindset every day. Um, you can do that. And what does that mean? So I do a grateful journal to my wife, uh, every day every single day what I'm grateful for her because without her bad situation uh, five days a week, listen to run outside. I'm sorry, six days a week, run outside. Uh, no matter the weather conditions, we live in the Chicago area um, done that for decades and then listen to positive, you know, podcasts or shows. So that fills your brain body with positivity. And then five days a week, a uh, grateful journal on LinkedIn, what I'm grateful for that day and then use it as a commercial for others. So if you're constantly grateful, it's hard to be ungrateful. And so that's one. And then two, gratitude attracts gratitude and it repels people that don't know what you're talking about. So. What do you mean it repels people? Yeah, people that don't understand what I'm talking about, they. Oh, uh, like practicing gratitude could turn somebody off if they don't do it. 100% or they don't even understand. Most people don't even understand what I'm talking about, which is fine. But the people that do are the top entrepreneurs on the planet. And just curiosity for the story of it, why did you write the book? Because everyone has a different reason. Yes. So there's a logistical reason and then there's, um, there's the messaging reason. Um, we'll start with the logistical reason to land the plane, because uh, you're definitely a landing the plane, you, which is fine. You like you like um, you like the the landing the plane answer. So, which is that's that's cool. I get it. Um, so, a book is a key that opens up endless doors. And owning a global PR firm that's great for me. I'm very grateful for that. So, hosts want to interview me first. And then they want to interview all the PR partners, which I never expected that, but learned that from the first book. And so uh, it just never stops. It never stops helping the PR firm or second company or my branding and then the, the partners, the PR partners. Okay, so that's the logistical thing. Mm -hmm. um, the, by far the more important reason is I taught most of my days spending time with my wife or two, and two sons or talking to the world's top entrepreneurs. So not consultants, not small business owners, not human employees, whatever that is, top entrepreneurs on the planet. And uh, I talked to one or two of those folks every single week that have let entrepreneur life destroy their family life or prevented them from having a family. And I don't understand that in any capacity. I'm a dad who happens to be an entrepreneur. 
And this book is about how to build collaborative global companies while putting your loved ones first. And that is a message I cannot tell you how strongly I believe in that. Um, and from talking to world's top entrepreneurs who have uh, incredible amounts of money and are going through third divorces and never see their children, that's actually what they want too. They just don't know how to do it. So if someone's listening and you want to give them of everything we've, we've spoken about, one action item, as far as start with one, if, as far as writing the book, what would you say? If you're going to do one thing, do this, what would you tell them? I mean, someone that needs to hear that's not going to, I mean, you're either going to do it or you're not. I don't need to say anything to them. I mean, you either can do that or you can't. I mean, I don't need to give, I don't need to stand on stage and say, Hey, here's my bit of advice. If they need that, they're not going <laughs> to, they're not going to, a top entrepreneur on the planet would just do it. They would never ask that. So they but, could emulate a top entrepreneur and just get off their butts and do it. Yeah, that's not even a, that's not a top entrepreneur would never even think like that. They would just do it. And what about entrepreneurship in general? What, what should they, people be focused on to grow? So that's a great question. Um, so again, my brain turns everything into patterns. So I just keep uh, writing bigger checks, making bigger investments to be, to get in smaller rooms, but the people in those rooms are making bigger impacts. So it's a very, it's the same formula, bigger checks, smaller room, bigger impacts. So that allows me to spend biggest investment, biggest check in my family, smallest room where I can make the most impact. It's the same formula. So there, there are no costs, um, only investment, and there are no excuses at the highest level, only action and investment. That's why I'm like, no one's going to ask, a top entrepreneur is not going to be like, hey, how do I get started on this? They're just going to do it. They're just going to, they're going to start going. So there's nothing, I mean, daunting is, that's the entrepreneur's middle name, daunting. <laughs> daunting like <laughs> Taunting blank page. I started first company after job salary was cut in half. Couldn't find a job. Um, it was zero business background. Okay, that's a daunting blank page. Okay, so reached out to five thousand people to find first five clients. That's okay. That's so most people can't do that. You either can do that or you can't. Excellent. I think that's a good way to note to close on. Thank you for your time. And if people want to find you online, where do they go? Sure. Uh, yeah, this is a really good interview. Uh, Justin Breen on LinkedIn. So thank you very much. You're very welcome. Thank you again. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I also hope that you'll subscribe to the Idea Climbing podcast and rate us on iTunes. Visit ideaclimbing.com to learn more about idea climbing and hear more episodes about mentoring, marketing, and big ideas.